Hello and welcome to the Arizona Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McLaren, real estate broker in Southern Arizona with the Long Realty Company. And I am here to be your tour guide to all things Arizona real estate. So welcome to this week's show. It is April 20th and we are doing our second show back up and running on our weekly podcast program. We were out of commission there for a little bit. If you see a gap in the dates of our podcast, that's why we were just so busy, mainly me, it's just me, was so busy with the housing market as it was um, that I slacked and I apologize, but that is no more. Um, I'm still busy. Um, But I've been able to carve out time and I am back for a weekly podcast because I want to keep you in the know. If you're not familiar with me, I am a broker in Southern Arizona. I specialize in education, empowerment, and advocacy of homeowners and home buyers and home sellers in Arizona. And one of the ways I do that is providing this podcast to you. So sit back and enjoy if you're interested in the topic of who is buying homes out there and what are they looking for. So if you missed last week's comeback podcast, it's about an hour long. It is a long one. This one is going to be a brief one today, so you do not need to set aside an hour. But uh, we did touch on who is out there buying in a big way. We broke it down um, and we got some real good depth on the different segments of the population who are out there purchasing and why. Um, And it explains uh, a good deal of what's going on in the market right now. So if you want to loop back and catch that, That would be awesome. And this week we are focusing more in on what the largest segment of the population, you guessed it, probably not, probably didn't guess it. Millennials, largest segment of the population, the older millennials, 30 to 39, are the largest age group out there purchasing right now, believe it or not. So this show is focusing on what are those millennials out there looking for? And I want to give you a brief little background on where I'm getting my data first, uh, just so you know, this is not just my opinion. Of course, this is a podcast, so you will get my take and spin as a expert broker in Arizona on what's going on. But the data I'm presenting today and a lot of the data I presented on the last episode comes from the National Association of Realtors. Um, There's a little section of data at the end that's going to be through our own MLS through Long Realty's compilation of data through our own multiple listing service here in Tucson. But 95% of this data is from the National Association of Realtors when they do surveys of home buyers to see who is buying and why and what they're looking for throughout the year. Now, why is this important, do you think? Like, who cares? You know, I live in this town in Arizona. What's it matter to me what home buyers are looking for across the country? Why does this data matter? Well, It matters to you if you are considering selling your home or you're just a curious individual and you want to know what people are looking for, especially if you're a homeowner considering doing updates and remodeling to your property and you might be selling at some future point. It never hurts to know what consumers want and what they're looking for. 
especially if you're very close to selling and you're getting ready in the next few months to next few years to put your home on the market. So is that 40% of these older millennials are buying this home because of health or caretaking of an aging parent, which means they're going to need an extra bedroom, right? They're going to need some space. Um, about 30% of them want to spend more time with their aging parents, but they may not necessarily be in the home. So maybe they have relocated to be near them. About 25% are buying to save money. And about 15% are buying because of children moving back to the house or about 15% are buying because kids that never left. 34% have owned a home previously and about 51% uh, were renters. Um, and the rest were either living with parents or friends. Um, so we do have a large segment of first-time homebuyers in this 30 to 39 age group and why why are they buying a home what are they looking for what are they wanting what's important to this group the meat of this podcast and what do you think it is what do you think is the primary motivation of folks 30 to 39 wanting to buy a home right they want to own their own home they don't want to rent anymore that's 40 percent of it uh, about 14% want a larger home. And then we get down into a change of family situation or job relocation. Uh, they want a home in a better area. They want to establish a household, possibly get married, have kids, settle down in an unmarried situation, have four-legged kiddos, pets, or they want to be closer to job or work. Now, that accounts for the majority of the reason why folks are primarily purchasing a home. And why now? Why would they purchase a home at this time in the pandemic? It was just the right time, and they were ready to buy a home, says 53% of folks. Now, 17% didn't have a lot of choice. They needed to purchase, either due to a job or living situation or a lot of folks have experienced 100% rent increases uh, in the last year or two and it became more affordable to purchase. Um, so that would probably fall under their did not have much choice because they could no longer qualify for those rents. They couldn't afford their rent anymore. And 11% came back and said it was the best time because the availability of homes and 6% said it was the best time because the affordability of homes. So in our big theories of speculation about why everyone's buying and what's going on and how much of a factor is people's life situations just changing in this pandemic and that's why they needed to relocate, you know, um, versus, you know, mortgage interest rates were low, you know. Now, a lot of folks just needed more space at home. They needed less space at home. They needed to be closer to a job. They could finally commute, and it didn't matter where they lived, so they could finally live where they wanted. So looking at this data, it becomes pretty clear that a lot of folks were buying just because their life situations changed in this pandemic, and it also became more affordable, um, in a lot of people's situations with the low interest rates. But the primary driving factor was they were just ready and they needed uh, to relocate. Now let's look at what they were buying, what is important to them, what matters to these folks. Now the most common type of homes purchased were detached single family homes, 83%. 
detached single family homes. And what's the most important feature in a home to these folks? I know this is what you've been waiting for. Heating and cooling costs is one of the most important features. And 90% of these folks are buying resale properties. Only about 10% are buying new homes. And the new home buyers, they're trying to avoid mostly renovation and problems with plumbing and electricity. So what does that tell you as a seller, potential seller? Make sure your plumbing and electricity is all good and up to code because that's one of the main reasons people don't want to buy a resale property because they're worried about that. Folks also like the ability to choose and customize design features and they like some of the amenities um, in the area. You can't do anything about that, but you can have some options for them in terms of customizing and choosing, say, maybe some new kitchen appliances in your place. That always goes over well. Uh, now, is anybody buying townhomes, condos, duplexes? Less than 6% in this age group. Most people are looking for single family homes. And 53% are looking in subdivisions. About 19% in kind of a central city. And the rest goes down, goes down from there. So what are the features that are most important to them uh, in terms of picking, um, picking a house? What matters most to them? Well, 91% are looking for three bedrooms or more. Okay, so if you have a two bedroom with a bonus room, Fur out a closet in that room. Get a contractor to help you pull a permit. Fur out a closet. Turn it into a three-bedroom house. You're going to have a much better resale value than if you try and sell it as a two-bedroom with a bonus room because only 9% of this group is looking for two bedrooms. They want a three-bedroom, right? And 61% want two full bathrooms. So if you're considering bathroom remodeling and you got one and a half baths or one bath and you have the ability to put in another bath, think what that's going to do to your home value. Even if it only increases your home value twice as much as you spent on the remodel, hey, guess what? You're going to have 60% possibly of consumers in this price point age group looking at your place instead of 19% that would consider a one bath, right? So when you're thinking of remodeling and doing improvements around your house, it's not just uh, the innate value that you're going to increase, it's who you're going to appeal to, right? This stuff isn't bad to think about either when you're purchasing, right? Now, if you're going to buy a home and stay in it for the rest of your life or decades, you know, this really doesn't matter that much. But if you're thinking like, this is our first home, and in 5 or 10 or 15 years, we'll upgrade to our dream home, the one we really want, well, don't buy uh, something that has something that only 9% of the population is looking for, right? You want to buy something that is going to be able to resell well. And your agent can help you with. This is one of the things we look for in purchasing is resale value. You know, it's a good market now for certain types of property, but if the market shifts, is it going to be as easy to sell that property as it is going for sale right now, as hot as it is now? Good things to think about, right? So most of the folks in this age group were looking at homes too that were older, but you didn't see that one coming, huh? 
1983, 25% of older millennials bought older homes. This age group likes their older homes, right? My home's not going to be appealing to, to incoming buyers. It's a 1960s home. Uh-uh-uh. Talk to your real estate professional. Learn how to deck it out right. You don't always have to remodel the whole thing. Lots of times you can just throw in some unique kitschy features. I do this all the time with my sellers, right? The, the lighting's cool. You know, the cabinetry is like original. You know, some of the paneling on the walls is actually kind of cute, but like retro. Then you like remodel a few areas with some new features, get them a nice clean flooring to work with. And then you have this cool balance of like old and new that the biggest segment of the buying population likes. So there you go. So they're looking for older homes. They're looking for things with low heating and cooling costs. They're primarily looking in suburban areas, but they're open to like urban central areas, like suburbs around Tucson where I am versus like downtown. But the second largest groups look in downtown. And they consider environmentally friendly features extremely important, this age group, okay? Really, really important. And so do their younger counterparts, by the way, the 22 to 29 younger millennials. They also consider this extremely important. Um, and that's environmentally friendly features like commuting costs, like heating and cooling costs we mentioned before, windows and doors, right? Do you have the old single pane or the new dual pane, right? Energy efficient appliances. That's not a hard thing to offer. If you are selling, talk to your agent. All the situations are different, but one of the nicest things you can do is get out some of those 40 or 50 year old appliances and offer them a nice, you know, stainless steel package if they close on the home of brand new kitchen appliances. I mean, sometimes it's just a couple thousand dollars it's going to cost you, but you might get that many more buyers bidding on your home, driving up the price much higher than they cost those appliances, right? Landscaping for energy conservation. Here in Arizona, it's a really big deal to have rainwater harvesting, solar Rainwater harvesting, we should do a show on that. There are so many kinds, passive, active, gray water. It's basically reclaiming all the water that hits your property and putting it to use. So you never have to spend money on watering your yard or anything on the exterior. It's awesome. And the city encourages it here, right? And then there's all different types of landscaping in terms of xeriscaping and different things like that. Not using plants that consume a lot of water, right? Solar panels are really big. Environmentally friendly community features as well, which you can't change, but you can highlight things you may never have thought of that are within walking or biking distance to your property might be a huge draw for this age group, right? Reusing these perfectly good older homes and modernizing them, right? I would even advance to say, uh, putting in some technology, you know, putting in, you know, making it, putting in high speed, you know, different places around the house, you know, having smart features in your home, right? Um, having it be environmentally friendly options, low cost, 
uh, and, and close to commuting and, and family members and enough space for either kids that are still at home or aging parents that they're going to care for. So that sounds like a lot of properties in the Tucson area, doesn't it? I mean, that's why a lot of these places have been going so fast. Um, and there's, there's a lot more we could say about that and a lot more we could get into. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a link, as I always do, to my data. So you know I'm not just making stuff up over here. Uh, in the in the comments section of this podcast, you'll have a link to some of my data, uh, actually all of my data, and you can review it for yourself. There's a lot more details there of price points and um, information about what the largest segment and all the segments of buyers are looking for in the country right now. What is predominantly most popular? Um, in our area right now, we are selling homes at 100.3% of list price. I remember not that long ago, it was like having conversations with buyers about how they couldn't offer 80% of list price because most homes sell for 96% of list price and it's only been on the market a week and the seller probably won't take it. Well, needless to say, I don't have those conversations with older millennial buyers or anyone else anymore. Everyone knows what's going on with the housing market and sellers are getting 100.3% of list price when they list a home. What's the average home price in this area right now that millennials are purchasing, that everyone's purchasing? What's the median home price? That's the average of the highs and the lows. 369000 The average person getting a 4.17 interest rate with a monthly payment of about $1,700. So that's what you're looking for right now as the median uh, purchase that's happening by the largest segment of millennials here in Arizona. So stay tuned next week. We're going to have some great podcasts coming up. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to like my social media. You're going to have to like the podcast. And I'm going to post a little teaser over the weekend about what's coming up next week. So you just stay tuned. We're going to get you the information you want because I'm here to be of service. If there's anything I could do for you anywhere in the world, please ask. I have connections globally uh, that I can get you hooked up with someone that can help you. And as always, thank you for listening and thank you for your time. I will be back next Wednesday and I will